what podcast reviewer 37 describes as an indiscriminate hellish ride that I would not wish on my worst enemy. The industry's elite have said time and again, man, fuck those guys. Get ready, if your ears had butts, they about to be fucked. Welcome to the Butt Fuck Nowhere Show. That's right. It's time once again. Episode 19 of the world famous or perhaps world infamous, but fuck nowhere show. As always, I'm Josh. I'm here with Adam. Howdy. And today, this is BFN, the conspiracy theory episode. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't enough for a CUP. So we put it on the BFN. Yeah. Uh, we, we didn't think we, we, we had a discussion. We decided that it probably wasn't relevant enough to be on the CUP. So we decided the BFN show was where it's at. So fuck it. Fuck it. It's, it's, but fuck nowhere. So we're going to talk about some fucking aliens today. We're going to talk about some fucking, uh, conspiracy theory, if you will, regarding that. In addition to, the Cat Williams interview that happened on the Shannon Sharp podcast, and that that the, the Cat Williams thing is going to be the, that that's going to be our mean that's going to be the main event. We're going to open up right now with with some alien talk, aliens. So, so get your tinfoil, get your R Truther, R Truther tinfoil hats, and put them on your little domes because you don't want the government reading your mind when we're about to talk about <laughs> this shit. So. <clears throat> Today is the, well, this, this is shit. This is not going to even come out until the next week, but whatever. This today is the seventh, technically the eighth of January now. Okay. So a couple days ago, there was this incident in Miami, in Florida. Florida. Florida, where there was this huge fucking response, this huge, massive police response. I mean, there were probably 60, 70 police cars there, at least just in that one section of that video that already excessive, already. Yes, excessive for whatever could have been going on. So. The no one knows what's happening. There's there's literally no idea what's going on. And so it, it comes out a little while later. They claim that the response was for four teenagers with sticks that were fighting. That's what that's what they officially claimed at first, that that's why they responded with such force. And they need 100 cop cars for that for fucking four four dickheads beating each other with sticks in the mall. OK, is it this is it this mall in Florida? So well, maybe if they're minorities, it makes sense. I, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I guess like that does make sense. Right. Because that's what they do. We got a code brown. I got so the Internet had people posting a bunch of shit. Now, obviously, yes, you got to take the internet with a grain of salt. However, the, the thing that people were saying who were claiming they were at the mall was that there were these eight to 10 foot tall beings that were phasing in and out of fucking reality in the middle of this mall. Okay. Now, another other reports and evidence has been shown that not, not about these eight beings, but in, in regards to the response that happened 
it has been, it was confirmed that the scanners, the police, like all their radio traffic, they took it off. Like you couldn't listen to it. Now, normally in a police and fire and medical, those situations, those those services, you can go online and you can listen to the scanners. It's public information. It's public. It's almost public radio, for lack of a better term. Their communications are public knowledge. Now, some departments, yes, throughout the country have figured out how to encrypt their shit and make it so that no one with a scanner can listen to it. People have been fighting it because they're saying this is bullshit. This is a violation of the um, Freedom of Information Act and all this other stuff. But regardless, the Miami Police Department does not is not one of those that has that block that you can you can listen to their shit but for some reason during this incident everything was silent it was encrypt it was either encrypted or it was taken off or they switched to some encrypted channel which which does exist i've i've seen those things personally and there was also a lot of reports of the as as my as my good buddy alex jones would say oh the black the cia black helicopters were hovering and there's images there's video i've seen of them hovering around this fucking area also concurrently which was also a little bit weird there was this pretty decently large power outage that happened in the kind of surrounding area where 60 ish thousand homes were it was reported were had no power so while i don't necessarily believe that it's these interdimensional beings coming and fucking, you know, appearing at this mall in Florida, right? Because if you're going to do it, uh, uh, so some of the people, f- hilariously enough, some of the people said, yeah, it just looked like they were kind of confused, like they might have been lost. <laughs> I, I don't think I buy that. <laughs> Alien beings who have the power to phase in and out of fucking reality, they're not going to be confused or lost about anything. They know exactly where the fuck they are, right? If that's real. Now... We did kind of talk about a little bit on the CUP, but we could go more into a, in depth to it here. But in re, in regards to this event, I have a feeling that it's likely the Project Bluebeam, quote unquote, which for those of you that don't know, Project Bluebeam is this secret government program, which is essentially designed to utilize hologram or holographic technology to basically fake an alien invasion. Or, so, so uh, a Watchmen scenario where yeah there is a uh, existential threat to humanity. Well, I guess in our case it would be the United States, right? Or maybe even to the rest of the world to get them to. So we all get on the same page. Yeah, so we all unite, right? So we all go under the same banner and say, "Hey, we got to fight these aliens." You know how unoriginal it, it is. Way. It is very unoriginal, but I do think that's a genius plan because think about it: if we as a country are threatened, right? With our, with our existence being taken out. If you want to stop whatever's about to happen, if you can make a convincing video or a compelling evidence that these alien things are real and they're here and they're hostile, everything would cease. The world would cease to function as it currently functions because all resources, all knowledge, all everything would be going towards how are we going to fight these aliens so that humanity doesn't get wiped out? So if let's say the Chinese or the Russians or whoever was attacking us. Fake this alien invasion all out the window and all that stops because they go, oh, shit. 
these aliens are going to fuck our shit up. We need to calm down and we need to get on the same page and we need to fight these fucking aliens. That, yeah, it's like Independence Day, but the problem Kinda, is, man, yeah. it's like, we, why aren't we already all on, on the same page to begin with? I know there's things in the Bible about Babylon mm-hmm. being the tower being built to God. Yeah. So, so that we could, what, what was it that they were trying to speak to God or get on his level? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then the languages were created to break us up and. Yeah. And to uh, divide us. Divide us. Right. And it's been that way. I, I'm not saying that the Bible. <clears throat> uh, yeah. yeah. Could, should be taking at face value. I mean, whether you believe or not, that's up to you. I don't, I, I'm not personally a believer of uh, Christian faith. Mm-hmm. Catholicism or whatever, <clears throat> or whatever Christian denomination you follow. But. Uh, where, where we what were we talking about? We were talking about the aliens. They were talking about if oh, the okay, invasion right, of okay. a fake yeah, invasion okay. or whatever you want to call All right, it. So yeah, so I don't understand why we're we've always been like that. To I we got different cultures and all shit. Yeah, but why are we already thinking like that to begin with? To say that there's some other thing, there could be something out there. If we have any chance of surviving. We all need to be on the same page. And we kind of have it with the UN, but the UN doesn't do shit. Right. They're ineffective. Yeah. And you could, you, I think we did a deep dive on the UN in one of our CUP episodes. So you can go back and find that if you wanted to hear our, our thoughts on the UN. But I don't, I think that humanity has this natural thing amongst itself to, to be divided because we've been divided so long based on religion, based on location, based on ethnicity, based on fucking how many... Putting a flag in the ground. (laughs) Sure. uh, Based on what kind of color hair you have. There's... We... We as humans figure out how to divide ourselves based on the stupidest shit. Yeah. You know... You wear blue? Oh, uh, shit. You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. Yeah, I hate you, you bastard. Oh, you live on a different street than I do? You son of a bitch. Your street's fucking terrible. My street's better. it's that's like an innate i don't know if that's some leftover monkey shit that we have <laughs> leftover monkey. i mean that well that's i mean listen if, if the if the theory of evolution is is semi-correct yeah. and we evolved from apes or whatever let's say then yeah that could be some leftover monkey shit that we have that's just yeah you know some leftovers it didn't get evolved out yeah. it's still in there in the back of our brains yeah and i'm not sure why we can't get on the same page already but Anyways, back to this fucking thing. Oh, good. And the aliens, too. Yeah. So there's conflicting, and maybe there's multiple species of aliens. Because what we've heard from the, some of the reports from Mexico. Yeah. Or even South America, because they're, even though they're saying that it was like these children, the little, the, the guy that looked like a loaf of bread. Oh, little, yeah, yeah. Little fucking aliens. <laughs> but they're saying it's, it's actually children or whatever. Mm-hmm. Is that... At least from what we heard previously is that they're three feet tall and they're very much what we expect, like the E.T. shaped yeah. uh, alien creatures. And to hear that they're eight foot, six foot, eight feet tall or, or whatever, something to that effect. Yeah, that already I, mean, I already have doubts about aliens. I mean, not to say that they don't exist, but they haven't appeared yet. Um, well, they haven't the, appeared. The size, the size difference is like the right. Yeah. They, I would say they haven't appeared to us in in physical form yeah now i do think it is convenient that the last year or so we've been having all these government released documents and government released videos of them fucking with doing some shit 
Now, do I believe that that's interdimensional beings or aliens from another galaxy? Mm, That's a little bit of a stretch. I'm not quite sure that if those things existed and they had the ability to come here, we'd never fucking know about them. They would have the technology to keep themselves hidden and never be fucking seen. If that is the case, my opinion is I think it's probably some shit that, that the U S government made and we're just (laughs) testing it out. And the, the theory to throw everybody off the fucking trail is, Oh yeah, it's aliens. Oh yeah. It's gotta be aliens. That makes sense. No, it's not some fucking horrible next generation warfare technology that the U S government military industrial complex created to kill our fucking enemies. No, it's not that. Okay. It's not that guys. It's aliens. All right. So in in project blue beam, Mm -hmm. So you're saying it's aliens, right? Well, that's that's sort of okay. So Project Blue Beam, quote unquote, that was like the initial, I don't know, the initial thing that they were trying to do was was create this fake, and it was supposed to be something with the Soviets. It was to fucking trick the Soviets into basically bowing down and saying, "Oh shit, the aliens are here." Because yeah, because what if something happens with say like the man Alan Moore is too too fucking ahead of the curve? Oh yeah. So, you know, like when Dr. Manhattan appears in Vietnam, he starts fucking shit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody basically bows down right. because they be- they believe he's God. Yeah. What if Project Blue Beam goes to the Middle East and convinces everybody else that Muhammad exists? Okay, well, that, there's a perfect example. Allegedly, there have been many reports. I have no actual evidence if this is true, so fucking d- d- don't come shoot the messenger here, okay. everybody, or crucify me. All right, but crucify. Don't cre- that. What, what a good word. Oh fuck, we forgot to do a word of the day on the no, music. No, I'll, I'll get one. I'll oh, get okay. one. I'll get one. All right. So allegedly, in in the two er, the two thousand ones when we invaded Iraq and or Afghanistan, I should say, in order to try and combat the extremism right off the gate, we developed some program where we essentially use this technology, this blue beam technology to put images into the sky and a voice to come out and sound essentially as if it was Muhammad or if it was actually Allah talking to the people, basically saying to them, Hey, bow or or put down your arms. I'm telling you it's not worth fighting or whatever the, whatever the propaganda message was. Right. And they did it on a couple of villages and it worked. It worked to the point where they basically just surrendered. And I don't think this was something that they necessarily expected would work. But if that technology existed 20 years ago, I can only imagine what it's gone gone and looked like now. And we're seeing it in commercial application. And so one of the things is a lot of the military industrial complex shit that is made 20 or 10, 20 30 years later, you then start to see it come out into the public forum. So we had, what, 10 years ago, you had the holograms of Michael Jackson and fucking the the rappers and shit that were dead performing, right? You had those holograms, which looked okay. They You could tell they were fucking fake. They Tupac. weren't. Yeah, Tupac. You could tell it wasn't them. It was a hologram. But just recently at the video game awards that they had like a few months ago, they did this thing over the LA sky where they were shooting this hologram into the sky. They created these clouds. They, they had this machine that was creating these clouds where they could project an image onto it. And it was from fucking Baldur's gate. I think one of the, the new Baldur's gate game. And it was one of the characters they had, they had ripped a hole in the space time continuum and they were coming. The, the bad guys were like coming into our world, right? Is what was supposed to be happening. 
And I'm telling you, I saw the video of it. And granted, of course, I know it's not real. But if you did that with, let's say, I don't know, something that looked more human or more believable or even alien or whatever. I knew it was like a skeleton or something that was wearing armor. You could tell, okay, obviously that's not a thing that exists, but the hole that it pulled and ripped into quote unquote space time, man, that looked like some shit that I could believe might actually have happened. And if you did that with maybe an alien, that was more something that we're familiar with. And obviously this technology that they used to do that, that's the shit from probably 20 years ago that they used in Afghanistan. The shit that they can do with it now is probably much better and much greater than what they could do with what they're showing us basically that they can do. Yeah, what if what if what if uh studios, different game studios or or special effects studios get hired yeah. to create uh I don't even know what the what I'm really saying with the term realistic aliens, but Sure, yeah. You start paying those people like, hey, we need we're not going to tell you what the thing is. Maybe it's maybe maybe it's much like the uh, aerospace companies where right. it's pieced. It's pieced. It's so compartmentalized. It's compartmentalized that, that you nobody have no really idea. doesn't. Nobody know what knows what the final product is going to look like. Yeah. And nobody could probably figure it out based on how compartmentalized it is. And there's there's even I mean, there's conspiracy evidence for this already having happened. Essentially, conspiracy evidence. Yeah, that, that seems like a well. It's it's a made it up seems term. Contradictory. It is. It, well, it is. It's 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 conspiracy theory. But it's if it's true, it would be evidence that this has already existed. Supporting or already literature, I guess maybe. But one of those things being that Stanley Kubrick was hired by the CIA to create the moon landing videos, and that they did it in a studio. And one of the reasons why I would buy that is because. I don't, I'm not saying we didn't go to the moon or any of that. I don't know. I don't, I, the jury's out on that. Although I'll get to, I'll get to that in a minute. We can also kind of talk about that. But personally, I think that if we were going to go to the moon and maybe we couldn't quite figure it out, man, what if you had somebody make a fucking, what if you had Hollywood make the video and then you put it out and pretended like we actually did it just to fuck with the Russians, just to fuck with them into thinking we've already been there. Cause no one else was able to make it. The Russians had a space program of similar capacity to what we had. And even since then, the Russians have had, even post-Soviet era, they've had a space program on quote-unquote par with us. We did the Apollo-Soyuz missions with them, which we were going to the International Space Station with them and doing all kinds of shit. And yet, nothing we haven't gone back to the moon since those two or three times that we went. Right. And if you look at the new lunar lander and the new thing that they're talking about for the next, the next time, it's the exact same fucking thing. It looks the exact same as the shit that they made in the sixties, same design. Nothing has changed. So you mean to tell me in fucking 60 years, you guys didn't come up with a better fucking idea for the shit that should fucking go to the moon. I don't know. It's a little fishy. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to indulge you in this one because I mean, if the IS, if the ISS exists and it's in space and you can see it with our own eyes, I, I'm not inclined to believe that it was impossible to reach the moon itself. We did it once. Maybe humanity did it once with ISS. It could be done. Oh, with the moon itself. Sure, I'm sure we could go there. But even if we would have gone. 
that's what I'm saying about this whole the, the moon footage. Even if we went, I don't think that we would ever show anybody what the real fucking actual footage was. We would have just said, hey, let's fake some shit and then we'll, we'll, we'll put that out to the public and let them see it. But I don't think that they would be down to let anybody see what the moon was actually like to actually see it and and have it out there. Because then if you've made this image of what the moon is and you've you've put that out there in pop culture for years and then another country tries to go there and realizes, oh, shit, this is nothing like what they fucking said. And oh, man, this is way worse or way harsher or way whatever. And our shit's not good and we're going to die. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe that's maybe that's uh, maybe that's what they were trying to do. I don't know. All right, but so, uh, back to the project. Well, good. I just wanted to quickly say something. <laughs> yeah, it is strange thinking about. So was, this was during the 1960s that uh, space race happened and everything. Right. Right. Yeah. So it is weird to think that 60 years ago was the 1880s, I think. Right. If I'm doing the math right. Wait, 60, oh, 60 years previous to that? 60 years previous, so... Would have been the 1900s. Yeah, the 1900s. So 60 years ago was the 60s, and it was 1963, right? It was 60 years ago. Oh, 60, oh, the night, yeah, right. Why did I say the 1880s? I don't know. I don't know where I came over that. And so then 60 years prior to that would have been like 1904. Yeah, so the 1900s, right? So the very beginning... I mean, you you know the shit that we were doing back then? trains and horseback. We had barely fucking had, you know carriages and we had no man we had no flight capability i'm sure it was i'm sure coal was kind of like the trains yeah steam was the main fuel i guess for for travel but yeah just it's just strange thinking about what a fucking jump in technology to go six decades dude six decades and where we accomplish fucking we accomplished going into space. That's so, so wild to think about. Yeah, that is visiting another. I mean, it's not another planet, but visiting another reaching the stars. Yeah. And it's also crazy to think that in 60 years since then, we haven't done it once. (laughs) It's also weird to think about. I'm just saying. So so, yeah, back to this project blue beam thing. I don't fucking, I, I don't know. Maybe this was some weird technology shit they were fucking around with and wanted to see what would happen. And they said, Hey, let's put it at this fucking crowded ass mall in Miami. Or maybe it was fucking teenagers with fireworks or maybe it was something more nefarious than that. Maybe it was someone trying to pull some sort of a terrorist attack and it was failed miserably. And they're like, shit, let's just keep this under wraps. and Let's just not tell anybody. Could be that, too. I don't think that it was fucking kids putting off fireworks or doing whatever. For 100 cops, that seems too much. It seems too abundant. And they were also there for quite some time. And so I think once they f- would have, I think they figured it out fairly, fairly quickly that this wasn't any kind of a shooting. And, and okay, f- for that argument, I've seen, we've seen these shooting things happen where there were, oh, people thought there was a shooting and they reported it. And then all these cops show up as an active shooter. A, there were never really that many there to begin with. And B, within 30 minutes, they figured out that there was no, there was no shooting and then they cleared out and that was the end of it. They were here for like several hours. So I, you know, I, it's just, it's just very strange. The power outage thing. I wonder if that was, again, we don't know what the thing was, but I wonder if it was to simplify the problem. Yeah. To take electricity out of the, uh, out of the equation so that whatever was going on, it's like, all oh, these people couldn't hide behind 
you couldn't hide it in a store because the doors are operated electrically. So you shut out, you shut all the possible options of where they could hide. So maybe, maybe they would just be limited to the main, uh, it's not a hall, but the main, mm. uh, what do you, you know what I'm getting at? Is it the yeah. halls? Yeah, I guess it would be the halls, right? Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing, though. When you have those electronic locks and shit that are hooked up to the power, their default is when the power goes out is to unlock so you so people don't get trapped inside. Oh. So it's the opposite. Yeah, it's the opposite. It's it's to it it unlocks itself when when the power's cut so that like I said you can you can get you can get out like those indoor locks. Okay. Cuz otherwise if it was stuck in the locked position you'd be like, "Oh fuck." Well, yeah, I guess that <laughs> would be the argument maybe for Like if there was a fire. Yeah. And it cut the power. You unlock everything. So everything unlocks. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you you just be condemning die. everyone yeah, to die. Yeah. Just die. So uh, yeah, I thought maybe you'd be to lock, keep them in place, and maybe since they're in the dark, they can't really. Well, do shit. also, I don't think the power to the mall actually got cut. It was the whole entire surrounding area was where the power got cut. Okay. So for some reason, who knows if it was intentional? And listen, it sure it just could have been coincidence. Mm. Maybe. I don't know if I believe that, but maybe let's, let's, let's assume that it was Then, man, there was a lot of weird coincidences that happened during this whole fucking thing. What, what appeared in the sky? What, what aircrafts? Well, they, there were these black Hawk helicopters that were just hovering over, which now, when when did those appear? When, when's, when's the occasion when those appear? Supposedly right after the, well, that's when people started noticing them was right after this incident started. No, but I mean, in other, in context to other things that have happened, like shooting incidences that have been, I've, they've never been, I've never heard that once being reported that there's a black Hawk helicopter just flying over these, these active shooter possible scenarios. None of that shit's ever ever This is word of mouth. This is an actual proof that people taking footage. some, Some asshole had video of, you can see it and it does look like the outline of a black hawk helicopter so it's and it's it kind of sounds like it because they have a very unique sound to them so it's uh man this evidence is compelling although again this is the one thing that sucks about the alien thing in general is with all this technology we have right we have we have a 4k phone in our fucking pocket yeah how come all we get is grainy ass shitty fucking footage why can't we get why can't we get some aliens in 4K? My iPhone can do it. Your Android phone can do it. <laughs> even in science, dude, even in science, when you see that alien walking in Brazil, it's just kind of like, it looks oh, like a Yeti. Yeah. It looks like a Yeti walking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It, I hate the fact that all this hinges upon people's anic- anecdotes and yeah. s- shitty footage. Because, oh, yeah, that'd be great if somebody said, oh, this was actually a Black Hawk, and it's evident that it is, in fact, yeah. that with the footage that they captured. And it, right. for the alien shit, dude, how can you bring that up and not have any goddamn proof of what they look like? I know. who Who's fucking saying this? Yeah. Who, who's, who's making this shit up now? Could it also be the government using aliens to cover up something else that might have happened there yeah did something else legitimate and real actually happen and they're just like oh shit we definitely can't let anybody know about this let's throw out some alien shit and then people will go uh this they're fucking crazy this is stupid and then it throws everybody off the trail all right what what if also there's a scenario that somebody on tiktok started this trend with the intention that they were the originator so that they can profit off of it create 
Oh yeah. Create a topic in which people, it would go viral. Yeah. That's very plausible as well because it's like creating fake scenarios in order to generate content. Yeah. And if you're the first one that puts that out and your shit continually gets re fucking shared and everything. And nobody can argue against you because there's no proof. There's nothing. There wasn't proof to begin with. Right. But but then there's no proof to refute what you're saying. Yeah. So you could, man, we should start doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime there's some kind of weird shit, just be like, oh, guys, it was these 18 foot tall aliens. (laughs) They fuck it. I swear to God. We got a guy. He said he was there. (laughs) It's like there's this thing from uh, uh, Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. The writer, the journalist that everybody knows for Gonzo Journalism. Uh, I think he was shitting on this politician. And he was saying that this politician was taking Ibogaine, which has like psychological effects. He's like, oh, yeah, there's a rumor that ex-politician was taking Ibogaine. And uh, he's like, which is true because I started that rumor. <laughs> so uh, we, maybe we should do, uh, do something like that. Just like, oh, yeah, we know it's true because we started that. We, there was this rumor. And, oh, yeah, we know it's rumor because we started. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking A. I mean, if, uh, if, if we can make half-witted stories that are couldn't be disputed because they're not technically true to begin with without evidence... But there, yeah, there's, yeah, no there's no evidence against it. Yeah, there's either. no evidence that it happened, and then there's also no evidence that it, it didn't happen. So therefore, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, man. So, anyways, I have no fucking idea what actually really happened. I would like to think that it was some weird government shit because I'm. That's just how I am. I just fucking. I just. I just believe in that shit, and I yeah. just think it's. In, it will. Maybe not that I believe in it, but it's entertaining to me. Yeah, I think ultimately when it when it comes down to conspiracy theories, above all else, I mean. I don't know if I really believe anything. I'm always in doubt of fucking anything like the reptile, the <laughs> secret reptile society. The reptilians, the reptilian child molesters that yeah. Alex Jones goes on about. Yeah. I don't know if I buy all that, but at, at least, I mean, the ice wall theory, I mean, somebody went on a whole fucking tangent on Reddit. It turned the whole ice wall theory into a whole lore. And I'm like, oh, that's entertaining. That's fun. Like now, oh, yeah. make the story. You want to know how I know that? Because it was me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but yeah, it's, it's, it's entertaining nonetheless. It that's, is that's ultimately what, what it is. Yeah. It's ultimately it's it's fucking uh, not doom porn, but I mean, it kind of is, but it's not. It's it's like, I don't know. It's conspiracy porn, basically. Yeah. And so <clears throat> also. So I don't know, that's that's probably much all I had to say about that man. That carried for thirty, so that's that's pretty good. All right. Cool. So a secondary thing that I kind of wanted to talk about. All right, well, hold on. Okay. So what do, what do we? Oh, we're at thirty minutes and uh, twenty seconds was when that, or just do thirty minutes and thirty seconds. Thirty minutes and thirty. Yeah, seconds? thirty thirty. That was where it stopped. All right, hold on. Let me let me write this shit down. Really yeah. Quick. So uh, as Adam's writing that down, thirty thirty. The and I'll write it down too, just in case. Oh shit, that's loud. Um. Aliens? Yeah, 3030 was aliens. Oh, intro to 3030 was aliens. And then now this is going to be 3030 to whatever is going to be. I just, before we get into the Cat Williams thing, I just wanted to talk about fucking Alex Jones real quick. Oh, God. Because right. I saw this. Okay. I saw it because this is conspiracy theories. Okay. He was on this debate last night. And it was this debate that they had on YouTube and or fucking some streaming. It was on YouTube, but I don't know where it was actually originated being hosted from. And it was this uh, this company called Zero Hedge, which basically they are like a financial. I don't know. Your hedge fund. No, there is they're a financial like news website. 
And they kind of also delve a little bit into conspiracy theory. What the fuck? And so they sponsored this thing. Okay. And it was, uh, it was three, basically three dudes from the right and three dudes from the left. Okay. And Alex Jones was one of the guys on the fucking right. Okay. And they were debating the whole, the, the Trump thing. They were like debating all this shit and not to get into the content about what they're debating. Cause honestly that's fucking irrelevant. The part that I think was the greatest of this whole thing was every time somebody would say shit about Alex Jones, he just like turns red and just fucking loses his shit, man. He, whoa, what do I mean? Whoa, like that, like Boss Nass in fucking uh, episode one when he does that. Oh. Like, like he just does that. And it's so fucking good, man. It is the best shit that I've ever seen. I laughed every single time. <laughs> I, I mean, the whole thing was three hours. I didn't watch the whole fucking thing, but I, I kept like going in and out of it and watching glimpses of it. And these guys, the, the guys on the left would, would keep bringing up about the Sandy Hook thing that he was wrong. And he he said something, I guess, in the in the deposition. He said this one line where he said it was like I was in a psychosis or something to that effect. And he just he just keeps going like, God damn it. Why the fuck do you keep bringing this up? You know, like and then he, <laughs> he keeps talking about it. it was just so funny, man. And and then the one dude that was on his team, I think his name was Glenn Greenwald. He was like. All right, guys, I've had enough of this. And he just fucking he was on he was via satellite or via Skype or something. And he just fucking as Alex Jones is going on, he just he just clocks out at like, uh, I don't know, like two hours in. He just said, fuck this. I'm out. And then the guy, they're they're all arguing about something because they went to they went to this the zero hedge premium fans. Right. They went they, they got to ask questions at the end and they had it lined up where there was supposed to be like 15 or 20 questions. They got two. All right. They got to two questions and the first one they kept going on and on about. And the guy who was the moderator finally just grabbed the fucking mic and he's like, all right, you shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up. We're fucking moving on. I'm sick of this shit. I don't want to hear you talk about this anymore. We're fucking moving on. And I thought, man, that's how you take control of the room right there. Okay. That guy fucking, he did his job. And as he was talking shit about saying that, cause then Alex Jones goes, He's like, I'm being told, he's like, we need to move on. And Alex Jones goes, who's saying we need to move on? There's no time limits. We're on the internet. Who gives a shit? And then the guy's like, oh, the producers of the show are in my ear telling me to do it. He's like, who's the goddamn producers? And he's like, oh, it's the Zero Hedge guys telling me, because they're sponsoring this whole thing. They're telling me to move on. And then Alex Jones just goes, ah, fuck, all right. (laughs) But, because obviously he must have been getting paid or whatever to do this. So I started, I was curious to know about the Zero Hedge people and like what the fuck they're about. Because I've seen some of their articles, and it's funny because the dude who's the main guy, he posts as Tyler Durden. That's like his character. He has the fucking picture of... So uh, is it like The Onion? No, it's real. It's it's not like The Onion. It's actual financial reporting, but conspiracy... It's like... What's the word? It's like forecasting a little bit, but there's also some conspiracy shit mixed in there, too. And so the guy who runs it him he actually i think he's bulgarian and he was he worked in the financial sector for fucking many years right and so i kind of thought damn alex jones man you are literally you talk all this shit about the illuminati you are on fucking somebody who's gotta be in the illuminati's fucking show man like there's no fucking way that this dude worked in the financial sector for so long and didn't have connections his dad the guy's dad was the former he was a soviet official during the the fucking soviet era in, in something to do with like the financial sector and telecommunications or whatever. He was like the head of something. I don't remember what the exact thing was, but I'm like, dude, there's no fucking way that 
that because I thought it was a legit American run website. I didn't think it was like based out of fucking wherever they are in Europe somewhere. And I didn't know any of that shit until I actually looked into it. And why do you think that's significant? Well, I think it's significant because they report on a lot of issues that are dealing with America and things in in specific with American financial markets. And yeah, the guy worked for a bunch of companies over here in America. So, I mean, yes, he has knowledge of it, but it's just weird to, to be like, oh, you're technically a foreigner reporting on all this shit that has to do with America. And you're also kind of influencing the narrative because some of the things that they've posted before have obviously come up incorrect because as entertainment is it as inner i don't know if it's i think it's because again there's they they people pay to be premium members to this thing and get access to financial advice and you know whatever they want to whatever they're framing it as but it's like hey i'm going to tell you what stocks to pick basically let's just say for to simplify things they're just saying hey these are the shits you should pick and then you know, people are paying the subscription to to have access to that. So I just think it's weird. I just think it's weird that they're so heavily involved in, and then and they, they even to the point where they they sponsored a debate about essentially the upcoming political shit that's been going on between. Now, obviously, listen, it was a great move to get Alex Jones on there because he's extremely controversial, and people tune in to watch that fucking guy. Love him or hate him, people tune in to watch him. So either to watch him fucking get shit on or to watch him fucking shit on others. And so that was a great move, obviously, getting him on there. But it's yeah. just fucking weird that, I don't know, I just find it weird that a foreign company would would really push this whole fucking narrative or push an issue to further divide us here in America. You know what I'm saying? Because... Obviously, to, all to this debate. It? What? To yeah, to instigate it. There you go. Because obviously, all this debate did was just this debate convinced no one on the fence. It just divided the line. I don't further. think. I don't think the ultimate goal was to. Oh shit! Maybe it served two functions. Maybe it's one to create divisiveness. Yeah. And then two for profit for this. Oh yeah, they're definitely year. making profit. For yeah. Sure. Because again, you said Alex Jones was basically a stooge in this for them to. That's what it felt to create like, yeah. ratings or to create like, yeah. viewers and all that shit, so that people can pay. Oh, I want to comment on this. I want to ask a question. Yeah. So that to me is probably the real play is that they don't really care what yeah, maybe. the outcome is of the election or anything like that. All they, they really care about money. is to fund their website, uh, to make more money, to get more subscriptions. And having Alex Jones is a key in that to have him blow up. I mean, shit, they probably, who the fuck knows what they pay him. They, they pay him like $20 million. Make Act a fool yeah. so that we can have all these people talk about it on different social yeah. media platforms or, right. or whatever. Make yourself. I mean, it's like fucking, it's like Paul Heyman and uh, Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon told Paul Heyman to cut his pipe bomb promo back in. I don't know what year is when the Alliance happened. Yeah. yeah. He's, and he's like, what, what can, what can, or can't I say? He said, go make me money. Damn. Yeah. So Paul, so, Heyman said, so Paul Heyman was off the, off the leash on that one. So maybe they told Alec Jones the same hey, thing. Just go make us money. Go make us money. Yeah. And fuck, I'd believe. And that's one of the things that I learned out of that is if we ever have any sort of thing for, through game rage that involves debating, we need to get Alex Jones on somehow. I don't know how, I don't know, I don't know when, but someday Alex Jones needs to be, <laughs> needs to be involved. He's not going to dude. He's probably be out of, there's that figure of whatever he wants to get paid is going to be far greater than what we could ever. I think that there will come a day 
when he will he will just need to make money and it won't matter how much it is yeah to spend three hours i'll ah, just give me like a thousand bucks yeah you got it buddy <laughs> hey dude for maybe 10 minutes if you get him for 10 yeah hey, cameos exist the cam- it's true people pay what who the fuck knows i mean they set their own rate but right for yeah. 60 seconds you you pay 900 bucks or something hey fuck man i might do it <laughs> yeah but anyways all right so that was, that was what i was say about that i just thought that was funny and it was something that was just interesting that right, happened so what's the so now what's the time mark okay 40 minutes for well let's call it 40 uh 40 and a half minutes 40 shit 40 40 30 we got fucking alex Jer debate alex jones debate so Now it's time to get into the, uh, I don't know, the main event, I guess, the crux of why we're here today, which is the uh, Shannon Sharp interview of Cat Williams. Yeah, this thing got, I don't know what the count is in terms of followers, or not followers, but streams, but it was- I imagine uh, it's fucking huge. It, it was, when I last saw it, it was 12 million. Fuck. So, since I- I brought it up to you because I just, I don't know why I watched it, but I, I yeah. don't know. I like Cat Williams as a comedian. And, yeah, so do I. And uh, the dude doesn't hold back when it comes to interviews. He literally says whatever he feels. Yeah. And I, I kind of respect that. So um, a lot of people have brought up, oh, he got jumped by a minor because he got in a scuffle with a with a minor. Yeah. And I think that's a point of, of ridicule for people to say, oh, why the fuck would I, would I listen to Cat Williams? And he's been arrested for i think possession of a unregistered weapon and public drunkenness and a bunch of other shit but mm, yeah i mean again i just like what cat williams has to say and that's why i watched so what, what did you think about it um i mean i enjoyed it i i don't start off with the things you didn't like about okay. shannon sharp as an interview. i don't want to shit on shannon sharp but i'm just whatever this podcast is about hate are you all right? Oh, great. He unplugged his microphone. Fucking dicking around. All right. Are we still good? Yeah, you're still you're still tracking, so what? you're you're good. Let me let me let me see. Do it. Alright. Yeah, all right. Okay. So I don't want to shit on Shannon Sharp because yes, he was a great football player. But he but he's not he's he's clearly not an interviewer. Because just there was this segment. Or that that Cat Williams went down when he was talking about Shannon Sharp did ask him a good question. He asked him about if he joined the nation, and he's talking about the nation of Islam. Okay, and Cat Williams says essentially, "Hey, well, yes, I attended that, and uh, the the Honorable Reverend Farrakhan is 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 considers me to be his son." And the follow up question that Shannon Sharp asks him is, "When did you know you were funny, motherfucker?" I don't give it. I want to know about this fucking how how does the guy who's the head of the nation of Islam he, he thinks he's his son? He treats him like a son? Let's hear about how that fucking happened. You just heard him again, we he just got done explaining to you growing up he was in this extremely religious Jehovah's Witness. Right. He was in this extremely religious household and he also was talking about how when he got out of that when he was 13 and he left and went, you know, to Florida, Florida basically. Yeah. He he instead of going out and he said, oh, I don't want to learn about, you know, being whatever religion from a book. I want to go and eat, oh, I want to, I want to go learn about Judaism in a in a synagogue. I want to go learn about Islam 
in a, in a mosque. You know, I want to go to learn pro- about Protestantism in a Protestant church or this or that, right? And so he then kept saying this these things about how he was he was essentially the ant- he was the antithesis of religious belief. That's why he had butted heads because he was not a believer in the Jehovah's Witness or their their religion, right? So you have all this leading up to him then talking about how he spent time with the nation of Islam and how the guy who's the head of it came to treat him and view him as a son. I want to know more about that. I don't give a shit if it's not interesting to you, Shannon Sharp. How is your follow-up question? So when did you know you were funny? Uh, I, what the fuck, man? Yeah, there was there was something else like that where he's like, why do you think Kanye is acting? Yeah. Fu- why do you think Kanye is acting the fuck up? It wasn't exactly that phrasing, but it was something to that effect when the previous questions or the conversation did not warrant that question at all. Right. Yeah. It was just kind of like out of place. Yeah. It was out of place. And honestly, I don't, I don't know. Cause okay. Again, cause Shannon, guy's a football player, right? Stereotypically the meathead meatheads. Okay. (laughs) Not the smartest, brightest guys, but I do. Uh, You're stereotyping. I think I'm stereotyping. I'm generalizing, but I'm not saying that. And again, I, this is the only interview I've heard from Shannon Sharp. Yeah, okay? I don't know if there's there's going to be a follow up to this after. Well, I mean, I mean, he's had a ton of people on this podcast, apparently, and he's mm-hmm. interviewed them. Mm-hmm. I've heard none of them. This is the only one that I've heard. Honestly, I didn't even know Shana, Shannon Sharp had a fucking podcast until you had told me that Cat Williams was on there. Yeah. And I said, oh, I, I want to hear about this. It, it, it was because <clears throat> Cat Williams had he doesn't do interviews, I don't right. think. And, and having him on is basically an endorsement that they he thinks this guy is worthy of his time, right? Which is not really yeah. the case. And, I mean, the first thing he was, like, opening up with about how... Because he started, like, hot out of the gate, that he was, you know, sh- firing on all rounds about comedi- uh, comedians yeah. that he knows, like Cedric the Entertainer, Steve Harvey, all being plants and all right, that shit. Right, yeah. And then he had... I mean, big balls at him to have the audacity to say that he lines up interviews with losers. Yeah. Like he, he said that. And I was like, oh, shit. I mean, I'll, uh, it's kind of like a insult to the interviewer that you like. Uh, and then also saying that, oh, you took whatever they said at face value that they're these things or yeah. whatever. Whatever right. they're saying is the truth. And Cat Williams was like, no, nah, fuck all that. Like, that's. That's not the real truth. And then he went on his whole Illuminati spiel and all that shit. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I, I think it's more credit to Cat Williams being the real source of entertainment as opposed to what Cat, what, what Shannon Sharp was asking. Right. Yeah. You're not, you're not tuning into that to watch Shannon Sharp interview somebody. You're tuning in to watch whoever he's interviewing do something or they're, they're the draw. Yeah. He's the platform. They're the draw. Yeah. Maybe, you know, Joe, Joe Rogan is equally as important as the person that he's interviewed because people right. like what Joe Rogan says. And yes. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, anyways, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I, I thought the interview itself was, it was very, it was kind of all over the place. Mm. And that, and there was a point when, when Shannon Sharp, I kind of did feel like Shannon Sharp is an Illuminati plant after this fucking interview. <laughs> uh, well, it, listen again, if, if, if the things that cat Williams says are, are true, which I 
I do believe some of those things are probably true. There's a lot of weird evidence for those things being accurate. The thing when he talks about, you know, oh, black comedians. And if you you go and you bend the knee to whatever, whatever the cabal is that he called it. Right. Yeah. If you bend the knee, you're given you're given shows, you're given movies, you're given a light skinned white skin. That and, was so specific. But but you, I, there, there's pictures. There are there's someone put shit together where every single person that he talked about yeah. plus more. All, and he said, it's all the same type of looking lady. They're all, they look the same and they kind of came out of nowhere, but they're kind of like a model. And then you get, you get this wife and he, and, and it's, it shows every single one. And I'm like, God damn, he is right about that. <laughs> Dude, the, I mean, to supplement that he was talking about how, when you take the knee, uh, if you were a black, cause I think what he was saying is ultimately if you if you're a comedian, the ultimate goal is to appear on television and movies, right? right? Yeah. As an actor, and then he was saying like, "Oh, Steve Harvey never wanted to be an actor." He's saying, "Oh no, he's a fucking liar." He couldn't hack it, like he couldn't, yeah, because he wasn't funny or he wasn't good enough to be an actor. But what he what what he alluded to was that for everybody that was an industry plan would ultimately end up in a dress, and yeah, uh, yeah. Steve Martin did it with uh, Big Mama, Big Mama's house, yeah. Or Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. Yeah. Steve Martin. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Martin Lawrence ended up in a dress. Yeah. Wesley Snipes with Tu Wong Fu. Oh, yeah. Thanks for everything. Julie Newmar. Yeah. Where he, where he, he ends up in a dress because he's a cross-dresser in that movie. True. Um, Chris Tucker in fucking Fifth Element. Yeah. Uh, so there's like a lot of things where Cat Williams, I mean, whether you think he's delusional or not, some of the shit he says adds up, dude. A lot it, of these it, it com- really does. A lot of these people that he says the comedians that end up in dresses is that that shit's wild, dude. Like he, he, it feels like he's hitting home runs on that. And then to talk about the things about getting assigned a wife and all that shit, that's crazy. All right, you know, you remember that movie, Joanna Man? Joanna Man, where it was the dude. He he goes and plays in the. He's he's a basketball player, but he gets like disgraced, and then he goes and plays in like the women's basketball league. So he. He dresses up as like a woman. Oh, shit. Really? Um, that dude, his name's Miguel Nunez, right? But he's been in a lot of other shit. Yeah. And I mean, like, again, that's that's kind of the same thing. But look, look, there's his wife, right? Like that. She's like that typical. Mm. That she, it's like that typical thing. Like he like what Cat Williams is saying is that, oh, you get this is the shit that they give you. If you bend the knee and you wear the dress or you do mm. whatever. And then, you know, obviously he was saying, oh, I said, no, I'm, I'm not doing any of that. And in his first movie role. He stood up and basically told them, nah, man, this is not, this is not how it's got to be. It's got to be like this. And they let him do it and turned out to be for the better, obviously, than what they had actually written. Yeah. Okay. So I can't speak to, I, I actually don't know if this is the truth, but I feel like it is because if, if it is the case, I mean, I haven't seen stand-up specials from Steve oh, Harvey man. or Sad, Cedric the Entertainer, or pretty much... I think the was it like the Black Kings of comedy that he was talking about specifically that the reason that he's not in movies and all this shit is because he was speaking up and saying all these things. Right. Yeah. Like they, he, he wasn't able to work the characters the way that he wanted or the bit that they the best that they could be. Yeah. And he's like, OK, well, I mean, shit, even even in spite of all that, he's like, I have. 12 Netflix specials of yeah. me doing stand-up. I made eight figures. It's like, what about these other guys? What about like Steve Harvey and Cedric the Entertainer that don't 
have these specials because they were never really that funny. He's like these. Uh, he says Kevin Hart's a planet. Like he, right? Yeah. He's saying I'm all. All these people say they were cutting their teeth for years to become stand up comedians. He's like I never saw fucking any of them doing that shit. Like like I was like I yeah. I mean. That dude can't be a fucking liar. I mean, he said he came up with the fucking Slickback character from... Yeah, the pimp named Slickback from... It was Oklahoma, like, that he was hanging out with all these people, and I'm like, dude, how can you... How can you argue against that if that motherfucker was emancipated at 13 years old and just traveling the country and putting ideas together for jokes or even characters for, like, uh, Money Mike for... Right, yeah, for uh, Friday After Next. Yeah. And... You can't fake that. You no, can't make that shit you up. Can't, like, you can't make that shit up. Like at, at some basic level, when it comes to create create creativity, you're imitating life, right? So like, right, yeah. So there has to be truth to what he says. I think. Oh, I think I think for sure there's there's truth to what he says. And there there's a point in the thing when Shannon Sharp tells him, "Oh, I think we got to get you to stop drinking some of like he like he's saying that. Oh, you're drinking too much because you're saying too many things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that was my first indication that I felt like someone is, is in his ear telling him like, don't, don't go, that, don't go don't, that route. Yeah. And, and Cat Williams is like, nah, fuck that. I'm, we're, we're doing this. And then they did this sequence where, or it wasn't a sequence, but it was this line of questioning about something to do with equality. And Shannon Sharp basically said, cause it was him. Uh, it was when Wanda Sykes went after him or whatever. Oh, right. And yeah. he says, Oh, well now you probably had to handle that with kid gloves. Right. And he says, well, what do you mean? And he says, well, you know, because you know, it's a woman. And he says, Oh, so it sounds like you are a fan of inequality. So you're saying that we shouldn't be treating them equally. And then Shannon Sharp starts going down this road where he's, he's really saying some shit. He probably is going to regret saying. Yeah. And then Cat Williams says, you know what? I think you have had too many of these. And he pulls the thing back. <laughs> it's like, Oh man, that's so good. It's kind of true though, because it's, I mean, if you're going to, somebody's going after you, it doesn't matter what, if they're female or male right, or yeah, not. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You're going to get your, words out and it yeah it doesn't fucking matter like you're just it's almost discriminatory to to not go after to, them. to basically what shannon sharp was saying he's like oh the kid gloves thing is like why why am i going to treat anybody different if somebody's doing me dirty like right yeah, yeah. it's all it's all the same yeah you're, you're all going to get eviscerated yeah. in the same way that that you sh- you rightfully should yeah and it was funny because when he was saying he was talking shit to like people and insulting them or whatever when they do, he says, oh, yeah, he's like, that's why, you know, that's why I say when you got gnarled fingers or whatever, it's nothing about that. It's because I know you don't know what the word gnarled means. <laughs> and I'm like, Damn, so fucking good, man. Because they wouldn't know how to respond because they're stupid. Yeah, because yeah. they're stupid. So yeah. he's, he's like, oh, yeah, I, I use I use words, my education, my educated words to fuck with people. I OK, so how, how much do you believe of him actually being a genius? Because, OK. If he if he was thirteen and he emancipated yeah. himself, like obviously the dude's smart enough to find out how he because he eventually did say that he was stealing car radios for yeah. for money in in Florida. I forgot where he, he I think it was like Dayton. I think. Yeah, I don't. Know. I think he. I don't remember exactly where he said it was. Yeah, but he he claims that he spoke Creole, French, Haitian because he just picked up right, language yeah. itself, and he was. An art, art is it ardent reader? Art, yeah, art, art, yeah. He used to read a lot. He said yeah. that was punishment. His parents would punish him by taking away book, his yeah. books as punishment. So, how much do you believe of him being a genius? I, I think it's true because comedy itself, it's like to deliver a joke, you actually have to understand what people think is funny. And yeah, I don't think you can be stupid and be a successful comedian. I don't think that's po- yes. You can be a comedian and be stupid. But I don't think you can be a good, successful comedian 
if you're you fucking can play idiot. an oaf, but you can't be an oaf. Right. Well, because that's funny. That's yeah. you're the at that point, you're the court jester. Yeah. But if you don't understand your, your shit's gonna fade eventually mm-hmm. because you don't get it. You don't understand why it's funny. Yeah. So therefore you're just gonna keep doing the same old shit until it's no longer funny, and then the king says off with your head because he's bored with you. Yeah. But if you understand why something is funny, yeah, you can replicate it in different ways and you can make something you can make everything funny at that point. Yeah. And and you know, it, what is it? There's there's the tragedy and then comedy, right? So that those two antithesis antitheses of storytelling, you have to understand that through tragedy is comedy. Mm. You know, there's there's ways to do that. And that, that's why a lot of those stories are funny because they're sad. Mm. But then you're pointing out the funny parts of it or the illogical parts of it or whatever it is that, yeah. that makes it fucking funny. Yeah. And you know, you can't you can't do that if you're an idiot. And also he was talking about too going back to the, the his starting in stand up. He's talking about how he, you know, he used to do he used to go to do churches and he would do fucking an hour or 45 minutes at a church with no swear words, nothing offensive. Clean comedy. Clean cut comedy. And then he would go to the church and he would fuck or not the church. He would go to the club and then do fucking all the race in Sacramento. The, the, he did, the raucous shit, you know? Yeah. So he went to Sacramento and that's where he found out that he was funny to white people. Yeah. Then he said he went to Oakland because he's like, Oh, I got to get the whole audience. So it's got to be, I got to get, it's like 50, 50. So yeah, you got to get everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Like for African Americans, he's like, I got to get, I got to get their, their side to laugh too. So that's how we, he felt like he completed all that by the time he got to Los Angeles. So yeah, I thought then, that was interesting. And then one of the things that he said that really fucking spoke to me was uh, he was talking about how he made this list of 300 that was, comedians. That was, yeah. And he said, I won't make it until I'm better the th- the, than these three, all 300 yeah. of them. And he went down the list and he said he listened to 10 specials from all those, all 300 comedians or whatever, 10 fucking sets or whatever you want to call it. And he said that was when he knew he was better than everybody, when he was better than everybody else. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, damn, that speaks to me with like what we're doing with this. Yeah. And it's like, man, I've already listened to 300 fucking different people do podcasts. Right. Mm -hmm. So I know, I know I'm crossing motherfuckers off the list as we're doing this. Mm -hmm. And eventually that dude who's number one, that Joe Rogan, across his ass off the list too and that's one of the things that for 2024 cat williams is my, is my new hero man dude okay so talk about great things that have well great things that cat williams brought up in the the podcast that i i this was like my favorite thing that happened in the fucking podcast mm-hmm. so he was talking about uh some scenario he's like oh i should have got my my star on the walk of oh, fame. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. But he was talking about a woman. He's like, what I did was there's this woman, this comedian that didn't get her due because she wasn't pretty enough. She was black. She was all these things. Yeah, yeah. And he paid for her. He paid for her star on the walk of fame because he felt like it was the right thing to do. And he said, I, I, I can't remember the exact quote, but it's like, what do you mean? You don't get your own flowers because you can't like pay for them? Like, me, you know... I forgot what the phrase is. Is it get your flowers, meaning that you get your respects, you get your just due, right? Like right, you, yeah, yeah. You get your respect that she wouldn't get her respect until she had the money. She's like, no, that is not what was going to happen. There's no way this woman would die and not get her flowers. So I did it for her because he, he's God sent somebody like me, a fool or whatever, to do that for her. Yeah. 
And I'm like, oh, that's that's really cool. So I don't know why I sat on that moment. I I, I clipped it like I because, you know, you can make clips on YouTube. Yeah. So I saved it. I'm thinking <laughs> everybody's going to get their due, their, their respect paid to them because somebody else is going to do it for them eventually. Like th- right. the right person will come along to pay, to pay your respects or for you to get the respect that you deserved ultimately. And like Cat Williams doing that for somebody else. I don't know why, but that shit stood out to me. And maybe it's not so much about ourselves, but if I had to think of a specific example is us interviewing Lana Mac for, yeah. the, I was thinking, dude, this, be, I almost, <laughs> I almost, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I, I stopped myself yeah. short, I, but that's funny. Yeah, I didn't mean it in that sense. But yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. You, you meant it like you know this woman lovingly. Yeah, you know, yeah, in a term of endearment. Yeah. So this woman, <laughs> what an asshole, has been working in the music industry for five years, right? Yeah. Or well, actually, I don't know what the number is. Yeah. Let's let's just say let's it's say, for, for a significant amount yeah, of time. Yeah. So, in all this time. There hasn't been a publication or something that has written an article about her for all the because I we got to learn a lot of shit about oh, yeah. her. Yeah, we did. What she what she did. And she, like I said, she worked, she was able to do something with uh Fiona Apple, an artist that won a Grammy in 2020 for her, her album called Fetch the Bolt Cutters. We got to hear how she got involved with that. And it's like, okay, we are giving her her flowers. And we shouldn't even be the fucking people that have done it in the first place. It should have yeah. been like her co- her coworkers or maybe some fucking publication that covers people in the music industry that are right. not artists. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, that covers managers or, or people that work on the re- record label side. She hasn't gotten her flowers and we did it. And we're not even the people that should be fucking doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're definitely not the people that so should be So I don't know. Like just thinking it. about that made me, th- when Cat Williams was talking about giving flowers to somebody you know, that has long passed that the right people come along for giving the respects paid to them eventually. Yeah. I think that's why I'm also not concerned about how long this takes for this podcast or anything we do for this. Like somebody, and maybe it's, it's wishful thinking, but I think eventually like there's going to be one person that's going to fucking put us over. Yeah. Eventually. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not even worried anymore. I think nah. we're just doing the work. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things that Cat Williams said about the Illuminati thing, right, or the whatever you want to call it. Yeah. He said that, yeah, you can take the easy road. Uh, you can take their money. You can take their fucking cars. You can take their fucking shows that they're going to give you. You can take all that, and you can go on easy mode. And if you do like me and you say no, you can still get there. It's just going to be a harder road for you to travel. And that's kind of where I look at with us. I apply that to us, right? Like we're not going to go ahead and I'm not just going to take some Hollywood assholes fucking money or some fucking corporations money to get us there because then we would have to proverbially bend the knee, right? And not be able to do the things we want to do and not be able to do it how we want. And that's how you know he wasn't bought. Like he's not bought because right. he, he he literally said anything and everything he wanted to. Shannon Sharp, I'm not to indulge people to believe that there's a 
say there's an Illuminati or whatever, but there was times where Shannon Sharp halted yeah. the conversation. And you know yeah. that it was because he's like, oh shit, they're like, gonna like this. Ha- he's like, oh shit, we have FanDuel or whatever the yeah. whatever uh their, whatever their sponsor, he was, yeah, whatever sponsors. he was talking shit about. He's like, oh man, no, he's like, oh like no, this. I can't do that. Yeah. It's like oh, it's not it's not respectful to my sponsors or whatever. That that's who he, he bows down to anyways. Right. And th- and that's one of the things that if ever we were to say get a sponsor, right? Let's just say whoever it would be I would just be making it very fucking clear to them that we're not. Yeah, we'll put you over, but we're not going to avoid topics. We're not going to avoid anything. And if that's not cool with you, don't give us this fucking money because we're not stopping for anyone. We're not changing for anyone for any amount of fucking money because we'll we'll get there eventually without all that. And yeah, it's going to suck and it's going to be harder and it's going to take longer, but to me, I think it's ultimately better than essentially cheating and and taking the PEDs or whatever. Because like, because that's the analogy he kept using with Shannon Sharp was, well, you, you're not going to let these assholes who take PEDs come into the same conversation as somebody who did it on their own. And he's like, that's what it is. I'm the guy who did it on my own. You can't you can't put my name. You can't put someone else's name who took PEDs in the same conversation as me. So these guys who took this money and took the deal, you can't even put them in the in the same level of greatness as as I am because they did it on on steroids basically. Yeah, and I mean <clears throat> it's true dude, like the guy's funny as fuck, right? So nobody is going to get in the ring with him in a verbal oh, no. exchange because they know they're going <laughs> to I don't know what the outcome was of the Wanda Sykes feud with Cat oh, yeah. Williams, but I, I have a feeling the motherfucker annihilated her. Oh yeah, I'm sure he so did. For him to say all these things about you know Steve Harvey or Cedric the Entertainer or whoever else, and he also said something about Bernie Mac because he said something like he they didn't think he was like television friendly or because of his appearance or. Maybe it was his comedy stylings. Yeah. But he was also giving his flowers to Bernie Mac because without them, without him, they none of this would be well, like, yeah. And that's the thing, too, is I think what he was kind of alluding to is that that whole Kings of Comedy yeah. deal, because it was it, it was, was a work. Well, it, but it was Cedric the Entertainer, Steve yeah. Harvey. It was D.L. Hughley and it was Bernie Mac. Right. Yeah. Those were the four guys. Yeah. And I don't think. Oh, he said D, he also gave his flowers yeah, to D.L. Hughley. Yeah. And that was the thing is where I don't think I think that they figured out, OK, we have to have 50% of these guys be actual fucking comedians. And so I think that's what they did is they took the two guys that they were like, well, we don't really think these guys are maybe viable. We'll give them some of this shit, but we're not going to give them the same shit that the other two are because we want the other two because, again, they're, what is it, commercially friendly or whatever you want to call it. I mean, yeah, look at Steve Harvey, man. He's had so look at he's had daytime talk shows. He's fucking host Family Feud. He fucking done all this shit, been in all these movies, had TV shows. Same thing, Cedric the Entertainer. Same deal. D.L. Hughley, he got a little bit of that. Bernie Mac, Bernie Mac got a little bit of that. But to the level of those two guys, absolutely no fucking way. And it's because, well, Bernie Mac's obviously, you know, he's dead, but he wasn't that friendly tv viable fucking personality i guess and so that's why they and i think that's why they didn't they gave him they gave him the minimum required donation or whatever you want to call it right they gave him the minimum requirement to get him to go along with this horse shit of putting this tour together so that they could fucking get these other guys and and then shoot them to the moon shoot the other two guys to the moon which is basically what what happened you know yeah and it was funny with with cat williams saying about how he fucking said that the entertainer stole his uh his joke and just changed it up a little bit and made it the space shuttle instead of 
That's the only thing he said he changed was the space shuttle. Everything else was that was the, which I think the joke was something to the effect of like what it would be like if black people were, you know, piloting the space shuttle. And then he he did the same exact bit that Cat Williams did, but he just made it the space shuttle instead and then said, oh, yeah, that's good enough. And then he and then that was the other thing. He said the entertainer gave him an award or something for that joke. And, and Cat was like, man, how are you going to give a dude who stole like you stole his joke and you're going to give him the award? Yeah, that doesn't even make sense. And so then, because Shannon Sharp was asking about, oh, did you did you receive that award or whatever? And he was like, no. He's like, I didn't accept. It. I didn't take that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, good. That's funny. But man, there was a lot of wisdom, man, in like the shit that he was saying too. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just, yeah, it was funny because one of the things that he said, above all else, what is my number one job? It's to be funny. Mm. That's it. That's my that's my job. That's your whole job is just to be funny. So you can say what you want about everything else, but did I laugh? Did I did you laugh? Did I entertain you? Then I did my job. And that's it. And that's kind of like you know, with this shit, man. It's like our job is to be entertaining. Hmm. And as long as we sports entertained you at the end of every sports fucking episode, food, yeah. if you had at least one moment of being sports entertained, then we did our fucking job. And you don't need to thank us. You don't need to fucking, you know, do anything for us because we do it because we want it. We we do it for you because that's what we enjoy doing is is being sports entertaining. So, but yeah, man, Cat Williams fucking, I would love to fucking talk to I know that would never fucking happen, but man, that'd be cool if we could talk to him one day. I was trying to remember if there was anything else because eventually transitioned to a topic or topics that were not seemingly related. It just kind of turned into a... Uh, current events like okay, yeah. well, what's going on with Kanye? What's, right. What, what yeah. do you think about? Why is he doing this? Why is he doing that? Or and then they touched on other shit. Um, he made some fucking joke about Kim Kardashian that was really funny, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I don't that she didn't have any funny. talent, so that's why she's on her back <laughs> making money or something like that. But that yeah. joke's been you know that joke's yeah, been yeah. Made that, that joke's been played out too. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah do you, was there anything else? <sighs> you, you, you Not really think? of note. I just again, I just didn't. I didn't like the interview technique. And again, now people will say, oh, oh, you don't, you don't like that? Oh, where's your interview podcast? Guess what, asshole? We have one. Okay. <laughs> True. So go fuck yourself. Yeah. If you want to I, I, and again, I'm not claiming to be an expert on interviewing people. We've interviewed, what, two people? Uh, three if you count Millennial Frog. Yeah. So look, three people. Mm. essentially and a fourth coming up so granted we're not fucking experts at this but we'll get better i feel like that first fucking interview we did or not not that was like the second interview technically we did with 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 friend of the show lana mac i feel like that was a pretty goddamn good interview and i feel like it was way better on our end than what other interviewers do on their end i felt like it was more coherent it was it was more relevant because some of the shit that he was saying was also just kind of irrelevant to what they were talking about. Like again, with the whole, that, that, that I, it's, I can't get over that fucking thing with the, with the, the nation of Islam. And then <laughs> the follow-up question is, when did you know you were funny? And I'm, I'm oh, just like, you think you're funny too. Oh yeah. It was yeah. like, do you think you're funny? Or yeah. when did you think you were funny? And then, but then I, Cat Williams looks at him with visible confusion and yeah. then and then answers the question. But I would have just been like, man, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you not listen to anything I just fucking said? Okay. There's one thing I have to talk about as far as like the Illuminati thing. All goes. right. So as far as the topic of 
taking shortcuts to get where you want to, whether it's yeah, uh-huh. being at the top of the comedian world or some shit like that. If you took shortcuts, like you're going to get exposed eventually, right? Right. Yeah. So I do have like a bit of an anecdote story and it was just something I was listening to. So I went out to this event at this place called Bar Lubitsch. Uh-huh. And I forget where the fuck it's at. It's in LA somewhere. And the people there, it was for the show. There was a few people there from the show called The Voice, which is like okay. a, yeah, yeah, I've I've still heard of it. It's like a, it's not a karaoke show, but it's like everybody sings, does covers, right, and then they get voted on, yeah, to like move on. It's like a game on, show, right? kind of. You, right? you can yeah. win, you can win money and, and record deals and shit, right? Yeah, kind of. You, I think ultimately it's money. I don't know what oh, you don't what, get like what, an, what other shit happens yeah. after that. But right. I was listening to this conversation. Who. There was a few people from The Voice itself, and they were friends with the person hosting the, the Night of Music, right? Are they, are they people that are, without obviously naming names, but were they people that were background people of The Voice, or are they like producers, or like what no, was No, no, these were contestants. Oh, so they were on the show. Yeah, and I I, I used to know their name because I looked it up. Yeah. I, look, I looked up who they fucking were okay. and what season they were on. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it was true. So they were saying they thought by going this route by going on television that everything would be solved in a one go that they can go on the show yeah make the money they could make music the way they would want to and then it ended up being that because they didn't win that the voice whatever their contracts have is that they can't do certain things they have to do like these stupid cruise tours oh shit man that's so they sucks. have to do dumb shit like that yeah <clears throat> And whatever music they owned is like obviously belongs to them. So yeah. like they basically lose their identity. It, like whatever music they're creating or whatever they do, they, they basically sold their soul. Yeah. By by signing this contract with the voice or whatever. And it just makes me think it's like when it comes to the Illuminati talk or or selling yourself out to Hollywood yeah. is um Man, maybe there's some there's some there's some shit to what Cat Williams is saying is that you take shortcuts, man. You do, you ultimately don't get what you want, or you get it's like a monkey's paw type of thing. It's like, oh, you yeah. want to be a star? Okay, yeah, you win two hundred fifty thousand dollars, but you actually worth thirty million if you had just gone the normal route the nor- the, and worked you paid for your it. dues. Yeah, you ten maybe it takes you ten years to be fucking Taylor Swift, but you eventually get there and you're worth one billion dollars. Yeah, but the voice is telling you you're worth two hundred fifty thousand. Right and now, we, we control basically your your entire future. Yeah, and you work, and if you don't win the contest, you're gonna fucking perform on tour, or these cruise tours <laughs> for the rest stu- of your days. You might play a performance. I mean, it, it was a thing back then to perform at malls. And, oh and yeah, yeah. So that's ultimately what she got. So she's like, "Fuck, dude, I'm fucked. Like this is this is my end of my music career. Unless I create like a new identity and all that shit." Or and I was just like, "What the fuck, dude?" So. And man, that's what sucks too, is there's people like that that are good. Yeah. That could make it on their own, but then and they didn't want to they didn't want to find out if they were if they wanted to cut their teeth right. and find well, out. Yeah. Well now, now when you're on the tail end of this horse shit, now you gotta go back to square one mm. and start all over because you can't be you anymore. You gotta be someone else to move on because they own you. They own your current persona. Mm. So you gotta turn into somebody else. You gotta come up with a new name, and then you gotta start from from scratch, basically. And that sucks, man. That does suck. So I think there is some weight to him talking about some of these comedians like ended up on television that 
they probably gave up something. And if he's saying that if they were ending up in dresses, they were being humiliated to do things like the, he even talked about the Dave Chappelle thing. Yeah. And I don't know. Cause I don't know if you remember back then, but they were talking about, I think he specifically talked about saying like he, you know, for $50 million, you're going to do whatever we tell you, which, right. which, which is nothing short of putting on a dress or whatever. And I think a part of the dispute also was that for $50 million, like they were going to make like a billion. And he said, Oh yeah. He, he said, you know, I want 150 billion or hundred foot, 150 million is like what I think I is what my do is yeah. like. Yeah. So I don't know, man, just, just, just interesting shit that he brought up in the, the podcast. It, it was like an array of things. I mean, maybe it was kind of disjointed in like sure, what some yeah. of the questions were asked, but I mean, Cat Williams himself, I, I thought was like great as, as far as like storytelling of his own personal life. And I mean, even taking jabs at Shannon Sharp and saying <laughs> that he fucking is interviewing fucking losers and he's like <laughs> questioning his, yeah, his, his skills. But it's like, why, why did you hop on too? Why did you hop on too? If you knew you were going to like kind of butt heads somewhat, if, cause he doesn't do interviews and he's, he's getting interviewed on a, on a podcast that somebody just like started out doing as yeah. opposed to like hopping on Joe. Rog- cause he, right. he probably doesn't respect Joe Rogan. If he didn't want to, I mean, honestly, that. he probably should go on Joe Rogan. That probably would have been the place to go because you're going to at least get, Something decent. You, well, that and well, like like he had like Cat Williams had said on the things like, man, I'm not here to push nothing. I don't have any. I'm not going to tell you to go. I got a new special out. I got nothing going on right now mm. to, to hawk. You know, I don't got to hawk my goods. I'm here to fucking just tell the truth. Yeah. And honestly, I think that would have probably been much better received on someone like, you know, Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan. Yeah. But nah, he went on Shannon Sharps. So, you know, and maybe because Shannon Sharp had. Cedric the Entertainer and and uh, what's his name Steve Harvey on and that's what he was directly refuting was so those people who heard that shit on there directly would now hear it directly from the other side of that from the other the other angle and so that's probably why he chose to do that because I mean that's probably what I would have done granted yeah you could go on a bigger platform being the Joe, Joe Rogan, Rogan yeah but maybe Joe Rogan doesn't give a shit about Cat Williams I mean he is a comedian. And I mean, Joe Rogan likes comedians, so I'm sure he probably would have been like, oh, yeah, sure. But then again, I also don't know if Joe Rogan is a fucking Illuminati member now because (laughs) he got a hundred million dollars from Spotify for 10 years, man. Fuck, that's like insane for a podcast. Yeah. Spotify is I'm telling you right now, Spotify will go out of business because of this deal. It's possible. They laid off a bunch of people and I'm sure that paying him a hundred million dollars didn't help. No, it definitely didn't. So. It's like, I don't even know how they're going to recoup their... I don't think you could recoup that. How could you recoup $100 million in advertising? Or even subscriptions, because if like oh. people... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, what, are their, what is it, $5 a month? I don't know what it is. I think it's like... To get no ads, right? I don't know what it is, yeah. Oh, well, Maybe it's $7.99 it's or $9.99. It's got to be at least $10 a month now to, yeah. to recoup that. Oh, to get $100 million, man? Yeah. Fuck, that's a lot. You would need 10 million people to subscribe to your shit. Yeah. And that's that's if I mean if half the country uses iTunes or uh well, Spotify's not even not, the number one. Not even iTunes, I mean Apple Music or or right. whatever or whatever the fuck. Because guess what? Yeah. Joe Joe Rogan's uh exclusively, yeah, on Spotify. But I mean, is is that a reason to pay ten bucks a month? No, and you can get clips of it on YouTube. Yeah, you can get chopped up versions sure. of like the most important parts of an interview from Joe Rogan. Yeah, or, I, mean, I think you can or, get the full interview on right. 
Or you just do like yeah. I do and you don't pay 10 bucks a month and you just listen to it with some commercials every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I listen to when I listen to it, if he's got somebody interesting on that I want to that I want to hear about. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It's it's fucking crazy. This whole thing's fucking insane. Mm. And you know, I don't know. I don't know about it. But yeah. I will say that, yeah, Cat Williams is entertaining as fuck. And I would I would love to talk to the guy. You got any other uh, thoughts on? Um, no, Cat I Williams. think I think that wraps up aliens and fucking Cat Williams. Dude. Man, pretty good, and a little bit of Alex Jones thrown in. A little, little, a little, a little tiny, a little, a uh, little. He got peppered. A little peppered, bit of everything, seasoned in. <clears throat> a little seasoning in there. A little, a little sprinkled in some some Alex Jones. Yeah. So, anyways, for those of you who are still with us, thank you for listening. You can. What are we at in terms of time? Hour twenty. All right. So we fucking. We we blew through. We we did basically. Well, wait. What did we? We went forty minutes into. So we we've done two hours for the now the the next week after. We're oh already my God. two hours. We're in. already ahead. So yeah. yeah, we're fucking great. So, anyways, so thank you guys for listening. We had a great time. I hope you did as well. If you did, maybe you know, go hit us up on the the Twitter or whatever. You'll hear it after this. It's it's in the fucking it's in the bumper music. You know how you guys keep us out of the Illuminati. Is if you pay us much like a Twitch subscription or donations through PayPal, when we eventually get to that level and you you decide we're worth your money, you just you guys just donate to us and we don't have to take any sponsors if you're willing to support us. That's how you fucking keep us out of putting on ads in, in the podcast and so oh, yeah. built in ads to oh, the I, just to, to to inside baseball before we go. I'm already getting fucking emails from fucking RSS and stuff pushing me to click the monetization button so that they can throw in ads because they're like, Hey, you guys have some numbers. We sure would like to put some ads in front of you. Yeah. But here's the thing. A, they don't tell me how much we're going to get up off the bat. It's yeah, it's going to be cents. And I, to me, that's not fucking worth it. Yeah. To, to interrupt the show Mm -hmm. and have people listen to fucking ads. Yeah. I I think the model going forward is if we get to the point where there are enough people are listening. I mean, I can't expect you guys to throw around money. So whimsically, because I mean, shit is hard times for a lot of people and all that stuff. But I mean, it would be nice to get a a buck or two thrown so that, you know, we don't have to take sponsors and all that shit so everything remains ad free yeah and my and my hopeful goal is that we don't have to ever take fucking sponsors we don't ever have to take any ads and that we can just keep this shit for free and the people eventually when we get to i would like to put up an OnlyFans, and that's how people can subscribe and pay money because they don't take the only fans is pretty reasonable with their percentages that they take so you know i feel like hey you go subscribe to our OnlyFans. Whatever you're gonna get, you're not gonna get butthole pictures, but you'll get exclusive content. You'll get exclusive podcasts that we'll do just for people who pay the subscribe. And here's the other thing: I will never ask for a donation. I will never ask for something for free. If you want to support us, when we have the merch is gonna hopefully come up for sale sometime this year. So when the merch goes up, buy a shirt, buy a hat, buy a fucking hoodie, buy socks, whatever the fuck it is we have that has the name on it or the logo. Mm. Support us that way. If we have, if we ever get people that quote unquote subscribe, subscribe to get the exclusive episodes every month. If you if you pay a dollar or whatever the number is, 
every fucking month you'll get at least one fucking episode. You get an hour, a minimum of an hour of content, right? Like that, that's I want to give you something for the money that you're giving us. Yes, it will be reciprocated. Yeah, it's an even exchange. Really, yeah. it's still uneven because you're going to get way more for your buck than, than, than oh, you would get from anywhere here. else. I, right? I ain't. I ain't. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to burn myself. Well, no, no. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is, okay, for a dollar a month mm. to get an hour of exclusive audio. Yeah. I mean, that's way more bang. For t- that's a dollar an hour. That's like a dollar an hour. Yeah. Right. It is a dollar an hour. That's nothing. And then you get all the other free shit on top of that. So anyways, right. I guess that's my old man rant for this fucking episode. <laughs> so thank oh, yeah, you the again. Word of the day. Oh, yeah. Was, fuck. We forgot the word of the day. What time is it? It's 123. Let's go to the word of the day. Uh, uh, yeah. What is it? What was the name? One hour and 23. I'm writing it down. All right. Okay, cool. Um, so I actually don't know how to pronounce this word. I'm actually going to have the uh, pre-built-in speech woman bot voice. Oh, man. I should have hooked it up to the Bluetooth and we could have fucking played it right on the thing. Yeah, I actually don't know how to. This is, Oh, it's largess. Largess? Largess. Largess. Okay. Was that was the definition, please? All right. Hold on. Largess. Largess, right. okay. Okay, largess. Generosity of spirit or attitude. It is a noun. Okay. It is spelled L A R G E S S. Largess. Noun, definition, generosity of spirit or attitude. So the example in which it's used. Despite her humble beginnings, the politician displayed an incredible largess. By sponsoring scholarships for underprivileged students. The other example given, the artist Largess was displayed in his willingness to share her creative process with others, inspiring a new generation of painters. So again, it is generosity of spirit or attitude. So... Oh God, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna fall into the Cat Williams pitfall that we can't. We're too stupid to understand a word, and we're, well, we're like we're we're gonna be insulted, but we're so stupid that we can't rebuttal it. Yeah, because, because we're, we're stupid. Well, this we is what we're trying to avoid. All right, we're trying to avoid not getting the runaround for when Cat Williams eventually comes on the show and lets <laughs> us get lets us interview him, and when he insults us, we will understand and be able to respond. Yeah. All right. That's that's the reason we're doing this now. So largesse. So to use that in a sentence of my own creation, Game Rage Magazine would show a well, large largesse is not that's 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 redundant this sounds redundant in, in sound but game rage magazine showed largesse by taking in underprivileged podcasters and helping them get equipment and helping them get off the ground right that works the nuns largesse was in full effect when she donated clothing to orphans. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That, that works. Yeah. So largesse was the word of the day. Use it in a sentence <laughs> at your own time, at your, at your leisure so that you don't end up being morons like us. Yeah. And what would be funny is if you, if you really wanted to be, be funny, go on to the post on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, whatever for this episode. And Use that word in a sentence just out of context. You know, just just say it. That's all you need to comment is just a sentence with that fucking word, with the large S. And as a matter of fact, because we're going to do this on every episode, 
do that for every episode's fucking uh, <laughs> uh, Twitter or social media promotion. Yeah. Just, just comment a sentence with the word of the day on there. Yeah. And maybe, you know what? That's how we do the giveaway. One of these days when we do the giveaway, it'll be that. Whoever, that's how you get an entry is to comment the word of the day with sentence of the, with the word of the day in that episode. <laughs> in an incorrect format. In an incorrect format. I mean, which, you can do it correctly which was, too. Which is easy because, <laughs> I mean, fuck. And then we could read them live on here and just fucking be hilarious <laughs> yeah. to see how stupid people can be. Yeah. All, All right. right. Well, so anyways, anyways, thank you again for listening. And I guess uh, I had a great time. Hopefully you did too. And uh, give your balls a tug, as Adam would say, and fucking enjoy your week. This has been the Butt Fuck Nowhere Show. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, subscribe and like on Instagram and TikTok at Game Rage Magazine. Also on Twitter slash X at Game Rage Mag. Also visit our website, www.gameragemagazine.com for a host of other podcasts and more. Thanks for listening.